Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a sustained weight loss and self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are now certified integrative nutrition health coaches, and together with our community, we are learning to live our best lives by telling one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Today on the podcast, we have Adrian Zimmerman, co-founder of NED. NED is a wellness brand that currently specializes in full-spectrum hemp oil-based products. Their hemp oils are rich in CBD and other synergistic hemp compounds, which work in our body's many systems to promote healing and natural vibrant states of being. After a fast-paced life in the boardroom and big cities, Adrian found himself suffering with panic attacks at key high-stress business moments. From there, he began a two-year journey of travel and self-exploration. This ultimately led him back to a life in Colorado collaborating with his now business partner, Rhett, to create a company that focuses on all areas of transparent business practices. Ned sources its full-spectrum hemp from a local Colorado farmer, Farmer Kurt, and even shares the coordinates on the bottle so you know exactly where your hemp is coming from. They have created Ned with a lot of love, and their hope is that this natural product will be the first thing you reach for to help you improve and feel better. CBD does not get you high for anyone that may still be wondering. It just provides a natural alternative to chemicals for dealing with pain and anxiety management. We had a great time chatting with Adrian on this call and hope you have as much fun listening as we did speaking with him. We are also happy to offer our listeners a discount code for 15% off Ned products for first-time buyers. They even offer an entirely female-created line for periods called Natural Cycles. Go to helloned.com and enter the code CWPODCAST. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can tag us and follow along on Instagram at Courageous Wellness. This episode is brought to you by Beekeepers Naturals. If you listen to our episode with founder Carly Stein, then you already know how powerful Beekeepers Naturals products are. Beekeepers Naturals is a wellness company specializing in innovative nutraceuticals made from healing hive compounds and plant-based ingredients. Their mission is to improve people's health naturally and save the bees. Allie and I are absolutely obsessed with these products and I've been using them consistently since December when Carly was on the podcast. So Allie, what is your favorite Beekeepers Naturals product? I love the Propolis Throat Spray. I've used it consistently through the year and it's been my immune system's secret weapon, which makes sense since Propolis is basically the immune system of the beehive and has germ-fighting properties. What about you? I love the Propolis too, especially as somebody who always had strep throat and throat infections. It has seriously changed my entire life. 
But with that said, my favorite product is the Bee Chill Hemp Honey. Bee Chill Hemp Honey delivers a powerful 28 milligrams of hemp oil per teaspoon so that you can find your bliss. Made with USA grown hemp, it is non-psychoactive and contains 0% THC. I sleep like a baby when I take it before bed and it seriously takes the edge off of my whole day. It also hits the spot when I'm craving something sweet after dinner, which is just an added bonus. If you want to try the Propolis or the Beechel Hemp Honey or any of the other amazing products, you can receive 15% off your Beekeeper's Naturals order by using the code COURAGEOUSWELLNESS, all one word, at checkout. Or visit beekeepersnaturals.com slash courageouswellness. And you can also find the direct link in our show notes. We have an exciting new discount for our listeners with Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic offers superfood coffee and elixirs to upgrade your daily routine. The powerful antioxidants, antiviral effects, and immune-boosting properties of mushrooms transform your cup of joe from an energy-boosting treat to a health-enhancing choice. Along with mushroom coffee, Four Sigmatic also offers mushroom elixirs, mushroom hot cocos, and other shroom-filled products. Erica uses the lion's mane in her morning superfood coffee, and even though I hate mushrooms, I absolutely love the products, especially the matcha latte powder, which contains myataki mushrooms and adaptogens. For 10% off Four Sigmatic products, visit foursigmatic.com and use the code COURAGEOUS at checkout, and there's also a direct link in our show notes. Hi, Adrian. Welcome. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Thanks for joining us today. So to just to start off, can you tell us a little bit about your personal journey towards wellness, more living a more holistic lifestyle and what, what that actually means for you? Sure. Uh, well, I'm going to try to keep it brief because it was, it was quite a journey. Um, you know, the short of it is that you know, I've been in the startup world since 2006, really since college and um you know lived in new york for 10 years lived in other big cities like hong kong and paris and you know very much you know spent those years just grinding like the way that you know we're all kind of expected to do and by the time i was 32 um you know i had pretty much just about hit 10 years in new york i was very much living the life i thought i wanted and i'd checked off all these boxes I had set out to achieve in my 20s. I had sold a company. I was, you know, I had my sweet bachelor pad and, you know, I was just kind of, you know, have toys and all those like material things. And I came out the back end of it just completely miserable and feeling this like distinct emptiness and anxiety and these things that I just didn't quite know how to reconcile because it was like, all right, I have all those things. Like, like what's, what's next, if not this. So, um, in 2015, uh, moved out to the UK basically is this like Hail Mary effort to reinvigorate my psyche and thinking, okay, it's the place, it's not the person, I must have York, so let's, let's see what's next. Um, so I got out to the UK, I had been on the board of a company out there and then joined them full time 
and uh, and it was sitting as their executive director. And, you know, it was great for about a month. You know, it felt new. It, it was kind of exciting. I was, you know, popping out all over Europe on the weekend. Pretty much like a month into it, just started waking up with this same feeling of like, okay, my life is not my own. And time is just flying by. And uh, all I didn't have the tools to deal with any of this. So I just suppressed and kept going, kept partying, kept dating, kept you know doing all the things that I thought would make me feel better. And um, about six months into my time in the UK, it just erupted. And it culminated uh, when I was presenting in front of my entire company uh, during our quarterly review, uh, leading this company really. And, uh, halfway through this presentation just had a full-blown panic attack and never had experienced that before i you know was just standing up there in front of this this team of people and my hands started to shake and my voice went and i was just overcome by this horrendous fear and need to escape and um and basically choked out whatever words i could and sat down and i was just broken and didn't know what just happened and trying to reconcile what that meant because it was also such a sense of humiliation and um you know so the next day i broke out in shingles which was now a physical manifestation of all the stuff i was carrying and you know i started having panic attacks every time i walked into the boardroom but what ended up happening was i got fired in essence you know they had brought me in from the from new york to take them to the next level and there I am having a panic attack and you know and I was probably not doing a great job just with all this stuff that was going on and you know I was all of a sudden faced with this you know this abs in my eyes it was you know go to a therapist get a Xanax prescription and just try to keep going and figure out what's next or I could actually take a step back and you know it was the first time since i didn't realize i didn't have any emails to answer i didn't have any presentations to give i didn't have any spreadsheets to put together and um you know so i very fortuitously had a, a in seattle and uh took a road trip afterwards and for the first time in 10 years just was outside and you know I bought a cheap tent at REI and I was camping and hiking and and it was on that little road trip that I decided I was just going to go away. And, um, I bought a as cliche as it sounds I bought a, a one-way ticket to Nepal and um, you know thought maybe I'd travel for two months and uh, turned into two years of just wandering and uh, it was a it was a moment for me to be able to step back from everything I had thought really mattered and, and reassess and be able to, um, you know, I guess unintentionally, I found my way into exploring spirituality and really reintroduced myself and reconnected with, with the natural world. So I spent a lot of time outdoors and in the mountains and, um, and, then, and then really celebrating simplicity which is like so amazing living out of a backpack for two years with only a few things is amazing. And, um, and then finding like such joy in simple 
little tasks like chopping wood or gutting a fish or uh, tying boat knots, these things that I just never was able to experience sitting in front of a computer. And then probably the most important part was really uh, exploring human connection and what that really meant. And, um, and to me, I think it, it led with self-honesty, um, finding a true sense of honesty and truly listening to that inner compass. Like, what is it that, you know, that inner compass or inner child wants? And with self-honesty comes honesty with others, comes that vulnerability, comes the ability to actually connect with people. So, um, so it definitely ran into into a monologue, but um, you know, it was that journey that all of a sudden opened up this this new understanding that there's a different way to exist, and just chasing money or material wealth or surface level connections or just those little drips of serotonin and dopamine just doesn't really provide any any lasting fulfillment or wellness Mm. yeah that's so that's really incredible and I think so many people especially right in their 30s can relate to I think that feeling of burnout and anxiety where you've just been running and probably at any age like living a life and poof, it's like, oh, am I really happy with what I'm doing? And it's really scary, but really courageous that you, you know, eventually took what happened to you and then left to explore, you know, and um, find yourself essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Find what's important to you. That's interesting. I think that is a theme going on what Erica said, that we're seeing happen with a lot of people. I don't know if it's a symptom of the generation that we've kind of grown up in. Um, but I, I see it with a lot of friends too. And even myself, like having massive sort of like a reevaluation of lifestyle because you realize this is our, this is your life, right? Like we talk about sometimes that it's not a dress rehearsal and, um, you know, you get to that point sometimes where you're like, is this the way I want to live? And if my body is shutting down, if my body is starting to even respond um, in this negative way, then what's going on? Like, can I listen to that, right? Like the intelligence of our body and your body was clearly speaking to you through these panic attacks that you were having, saying like something, hey, something's not working here, you know? Um, So that's just an interesting thing do you for anyone who has not experienced a panic attack can you explain a little bit what that sensation is like physically like I've heard different people explain it in different ways but I would just be curious to hear what your experience yeah I mean I've um I've heard it a few different ways as well um but for me it was uh it was just this like deep sense of something happening and I need to escape. And, you know, the physical manifestations of it was all of a sudden my heart was racing and I was, you know, getting all shaky and I couldn't, um, you know, I couldn't keep a breath, a steady breath going. And it was just this, like this overwhelming sense of fear which is so funny just because there's no real danger. And that's like the, 
and that's the mind playing tricks is is you know you're i think when you create this imbalance within yourself like all of a sudden it's it's just there and it's it's an alert it's a signal that's saying you're not being like true to this human body and mind that you're looking after so um you know i i didn't feel like I was dying. Like some people think they're just like having a heart attack or that was in my experience. It was just this overwhelming sense of fear. And then my body basically shut down around that. Like I couldn't function. I couldn't speak. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, you know, hold a cup of mm. just, uh, yeah, it was, it was overwhelming and scary. Yeah. So, so when you when you got fired and then you went on your, you know, find yourself moment, did your anxiety like dissipate as you went or was it always kind of still omnipresent, even though you were finding yourself and you were, you know, because I know anxiety is so um, complicated, right? It comes and goes. So was there a time where it went away or was it kind of coming and going still? So this is, so I think the first issue was that I was basically in denial about mm. it for many years. You know, I was like, no, I got this. Like, that was my thing in New York is I'm just like, I don't get anxiety. No way. Even though, you know, so, um, so it's, it's there still. Um, and, you know, it was even there this morning, you know, I woke up with anxiety and it's just a matter of, of. I think first acknowledging and, mm. and building that awareness that this exists within me um, as it does within a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, and then just building the tools to, to, to make it a little better. And, you know, I think I, I did a yeah, Vipassana was when I was in India, um, which if your followers don't know is a 10 day silent meditation. Mm. And I had this, you know, several days into it, had this like little breakthrough moment where, you know, at 4 a.m. they walk around ringing these bells and they're waking you up for the day's meditation. And, you know, I woke up with this heavy feeling in my chest mm -hmm. and it's the same feeling I've had for years. And it was the first time in that moment that I actually acknowledged it was anxiety and that this mm -hmm. exists within me. And, um, you know, later on that day, I basically was able to start connecting with all these other things I was carrying, whether it was a fear of humiliation or thoughts of inadequacy, like these things that are just inherent in, in me. Um, and, uh, you know, basically, you're not allowed to write, you're not allowed to read, you're not allowed to, you know, take any notes, anything like that. So I was having this like a little breakthrough and I was just trying to figure out how I could remember it. And it was like, okay, like, let's see if I can create an acronym. It was like anxiety, humiliation, inadequacy, like ahi, ahi tuna, like ahi tuna is <laughs> a yellowfin tuna. And then all of a sudden there was like this fish that mm. like, it was just like, that was my, my like, that was the weight I carried. And, and the way I describe it to people is like, it, the fish hasn't gone away, but yeah. it's no longer this like slippery, cumbersome weight on my back. It's almost like that awareness and these tools I've built have just kind of created a wheelbarrow and I can now put the fish in the wheelbarrow and just push it along. And it's, it's there 
and it's like, and and you know, it's uh, it's it's not something I anticipate will ever disappear. It's yeah. just how do we better deal with it? Yeah, I I struggle with anxiety, and it's so interesting because it really, I'd say it became probably the most intense in my twenties, but when I started going inward, I realized I was like, oh, but like, I w- I've always carried anxiety with me. I just never acknowledged it. Or I think kids are pretty resilient. And, you know, as a teenager, you're just not, it wasn't ever so debilitating that I had to be like, oh, I need to focus on this. But yeah, when I did go inward as well, I was like, oh, this has always been in my life. I just haven't dealt with it. And now it's, it's really manifesting. Um, but tools that help me, I, I definitely take CBD to help with my anxiety. So I would love, you know, to go into, you've had this incredible journey. You're at this point. When does Ned and CBD come into it as a tool? Yeah. So the journey to uh, CBD kind of happened organically. Um, you know, on my side, uh, when I landed back in the States and I all of a sudden realized there was this like huge re-entry thing that I had to go through um it was it was super daunting and then all of a sudden going from like the way I finished my trip which is like totally dirt bagging sleeping in tents six out of seven nights and hitchhiking all over Australia and New Zealand into New York City and all of a sudden walking into boardrooms again and consulting and taking meetings with all these you know high-paced you know, quote unquote, successful people, um, there is this like overwhelming, uh, just, uh, well, it was anxiety. I mean, there was just a, a fear to that reentry. Um, and along the way, a friend of mine, uh, who's always kind of ahead of the curve, uh, just gave me a bottle of CBD that he had picked up at a dispensary in San Francisco. And, um, and that was my introduction to it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, my co-founder, Rhett, uh, you know, he had been experimenting with CBD for a few years um, right after his mom got diagnosed with breast cancer and uh, decided to skip chemo after her double vasectomy and uh, mastectomy. Mastectomy. <laughs> <laughs> <Vasectomy. laughs> I think that's correct. Yes, yeah. mastectomy. Yeah. Yeah, vasectomy means like when you. Yeah, it's yeah. that. Like that's, yeah. <laughs> that's when you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When men don't want to have babies anymore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so he, um, you know, he had kind of taken it upon himself to be the tip of the spear for his mom when it came to really exploring nutrition and, and natural healing modalities. And the one thing that kept coming up for him was CBD. So. For, for two, three years, he was trying different CBD brands and, you know, sending to his mom and was never able to really connect with any brand and see into where these hemp plants were coming from and who the people were and why they were creating them. So, um, you know, when, when I was away and, you know, sharing my story and writing and just, he had, he had taken a, a an interest um, and we basically started this dialogue where every time I would come back through the States we would talk and kind of you know just really like acknowledge like okay look we should probably do something together at some point and um, and then 
right around summer 2017 is when I moved back to Colorado and, um, and Rhett had happened to meet a hemp farmer and through that hemp farmer figured out how to turn that hemp into oil. And, uh, and he called me and he was like, buddy, I think I found it. Like, I think I found our thing. So, uh, so that was really the, the entry point. And, um, you know, that small little opportunity uh, very quickly turned into just a much better understanding of why we were going to do this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, and before we, you know, spent a penny on product or branding or anything like that, we, uh, we climbed a mountain outside of Boulder and, um, and used that time to really set the foundation for, for what Ned would be. And, and what Ned is first, I should say it's a wellness brand, you know, we're not just a CBD company because, um, you know, we're working on creating products with all sorts of botanicals and, and minerals and fungi and algae. Um, but a, a company that's really rooted in this belief that we can all feel better and we can all live better through much more simple and yeah. simple means and a deeper connection to the natural world. And, um, and to take that a little further, I think it's really with this intention that, you know, we can build a better first line of defense before we have to turn to doctors and pharmaceuticals. You know, it might be in the form of going outside and getting some sun on your face or walking in the forest or, um, or skipping, uh, you know, skipping an Advil and trying to drink some water and just these little small shifts. And, and then, you know, exploring these, all these plants and herbs and roots and minerals that can help. And it's not to say that Western medicine and modern science is a bad thing. It's definitely not. It saves lives. It's, it's an incredible feat of human existence. First line of defense. Mm-hmm. And if we're having a shitty day, it doesn't mean that we should go get Xanax or, mm-hmm. or Prozac it maybe means that we just need to get outside a little more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you, I have so many questions. I'm like, where do I start? (laughs) Um, I'm glad you're bringing up that sort of theme because I think, you know, obviously, as you said, there's always a place in, especially in 2019 for sort of the miracles of modern science, right? Like when things are in an extreme place um, or you've, broken your leg or whatever it may be, you know, it can be wonderful. And as you said, save lives. However, we've gotten to this place, I think like culturally where the first step, Mm -hmm. the first thing we do is go to some sort of chemical substance. And, um, and, and most of the time that just creates additional symptoms in the body, right? You can't take something without having some sort of additional side effect. That's not the way the body works. And so to like go back to this kind of mentality of, Hey, what does nature, what, what does this incredible planet have to offer me? Because we're all connected, right? Like we're human animals and there's so many incredible, um, properties of botanicals of of food right like a real food even we, we talk about that a lot on the podcast it's just like you know food can either make you sick or it can heal you and it depending on what you classify as food I guess so for thousands of years there's been you know this sort of 
intelligence and awareness through so many um, sort of groups of people that use plant botanicals and different different things sort of for for medicine for healing for their bodies and um to sort of go back to that that's not it's crazy that that feels revolutionary in our culture but it's really seems so simple when you think about that mm-hmm. my question for you to just to sort of start to jump off from that is how how did you and Rhett meet you had this relationship where ultimately you decided to go into business with each other and you've had this sort of like ongoing conversation from when you were traveling. But I think it's interesting when you're going to especially um, create a company with someone that is based in these, this, these sort of foundational um, principles that you discuss when you're on the mountain, what kind of wellness company you want with the, um, the mission of like what is important to both of you, but to find someone who has that similar point of view and similar vision and then to proceed in business with them um, can be unique and is a risk. And so how did you two know that you, each other were the one to do it with? Sure. Um, well, I mean, business partnerships are hard and it, it takes a lot of thinking before doing. Um, but Red and I have been friends for over a decade. We met in New York City. And, you know, we'd both gone to CU Boulder. We didn't know each other there, but alumni runs in the same circles in New York. So we got to be buddies there and would, you know, go out and, you know, what we, I would say, never say we were best friends, but we were buddies. And um, it just, it just started to happen naturally that we would, you know, reconnect and, and have these conversations and i think it was a a big part of my personal evolution was being able to have these conversations to to really fess up like i'm been having these panic attacks and i've been doing this and i was just sitting in silence in india for 10 days and these things that i just never would have told these people i used to associate do business with and go out with and it was um you know my relationships were kind of like a mile wide and an inch deep and all of a sudden, you know, Rhett and I started going deeper. And, um, and when I did get back to New York, I also started uh, to put together this retreat concept and did a little pilot upstate New York where I was basically trying to stuff my two years away into like three days mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, do the human connection uh, exercises. And Rhett came out to lead the nature portion of that because he had really, uh, you know, been studying the effects of nature on the human body. And, and um, yeah, so it was just, uh, it was very organic uh, in the way that it, it came to be. And then when it, when this opportunity came and we all of a sudden very much realized we were just aligned in terms of what we wanted to create. And like, it was almost unspoken in a way. It was just like, okay, are we going to do the right thing? Yes. And, um, and then just what you were saying about, you know, being able to explore what comes from nature and what comes from the earth is like that really became the foundation of, of our company. And, you know, even when it comes to, to our hemp products, our full spectrum hemp, which is better known as CBD, um, you know, we, what we were seeing is that percent of the stuff we're seeing on the market was 
coming from hemp that was grown in the same way that was grown, well, that corn and alfalfa and soybeans were being grown, which were en masse. And there was no real care for quality over quantity. So, um, you know, so when we met uh, our hemp farmer, we all of a sudden saw this, this guy who was putting such immense care into his plants. And he was a former cannabis guy, so he was definitely growing for quality. Um, and then all of a sudden understanding that a lot of the products on the market were also over-processed. You know, so they're being turned from this beautiful full-spectrum hemp plant into CBD isolate or CBD distillate, which is basically burning off a lot of the parts that nature intended to have in the plant. And those are things like not just the full spectrum of cannabinoids, you know, there's CBD, which is kind of like the, the lead singer in a rock band. It gets all the glory, but there are also all these other minor cannabinoids like CBC and CBG and CBDV that all have really great distinct healing benefits. And it's when they work together that they can maximize benefit. But then there are also terpenes, which are all the aromatic features of the hemp and cannabis plant. And then there's trichomes, which are the crystals and hairs and flavonoids, which are really nutrient for the, of the hemp plant um, that are all intended to be there. And that's like what nature intended. So we were seeing that most products on the market were just burning all that stuff away through high heat or high pressure. We, um, so we really set out to, to find an extraction method that would really respect the biological integrity of the plant. So that was through... Uh, a very gentle, cold, uh, food-grade organic ethanol-based extraction, okay. which basically allows us to maintain that biological profile, not burn anything away in the process, and at the end of the end of the day, get this like beautiful, aromatic product that just works better. And um, you know, it's just it's just this very simple notion of like, okay, like. This isn't going to be the cheapest way to do it. It's not going to be the fastest way, but it's the right way. Yeah. And it's the way that nature intended it. So this is how we should do it because that's what our mission says. <laughs> you know? So it's like having this North star there to guide us into everything we're doing is, is, uh, has been really powerful. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I take full spec, full spectrum hemp or CBD for pretty much everything, mostly for my anxiety, but I take it when I have a headache. Um, I even take it when I have a stomach ache and it helps. I think a lot of times my stomach aches are attached to anxiety, but I basically take it for every ailment. And I've tried a lot um, of CBD. I'm, I mean, I'm in California, so it's it's very common here. And you're in Colorado too, so I'm sure there. But um, I will say, you know, everything you're explaining about the NED uh, CBD, I will say it it does feel and taste the most natural, like everything you're explaining, like the smell, the taste. Um, after I tried yours, I was like, wow, I wonder how much filler is actually in other things I've been taking because the smell, the taste is so watered down. So you kind of explaining that makes sense to me. And I was like, why does this feel more natural than anything else I've tried. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody's really trying to celebrate CBD and, you know, there's plenty of CBD isolate available on the market and isolate's clear. It comes in this, like, it's literally comes in kilos of white powder. It's the sketchiest mm -hmm. stuff and it's coming in troves from China and there's not a lot of lab testing happening and it's, it's kind of a sketchy market. And I think 
given the the limited regulation mm -hmm. in the space it's opened up all this opportunity for just really i mean products with poor integrity just flooding the market so you know i think it's important for people to do their homework if this is something they're they're putting into their body with the intention of, of healing that they should be looking for natural products that have lab reports you know our every like our third-party lab reports are all over our website we want people to know that they, like this is something they can trust and yeah. we're going to test every every you know hemp extract that comes through our doors you know we're only sourcing from a single farm on peony colorado like on our bottles you know you have the topography of the land surrounding our farm you literally have the gps coordinates of our farm on the bottle like we want people to know where this comes from and it's it's a quality product that's handcrafted and hand harvested by this amazing farmer seed to bottle it's really handled with a lot of care and intention yeah actually that's something eric and i had a conversation about was your packaging mm -hmm. um because it's so transparent, mm -hmm. even even down to the fact that um, you can see exactly like the line of the dose that you're choosing to take, you know, so like it allows in a very accessible way for your consumer to just be really informed, right? It, it almost takes like it helps the individual do do the research sort of like in their fingertips rather than the deep dive. And as you said, you can like go to your website and also get more information. But like, I thought it was really interesting. Um, even just on your packaging, the information that you give. Yeah. I think that's the simplicity angle too. You know, that's, that's a big part of our, of our mission is, is to make this approachable and make it simple and colloquial and not something that needs to be, you know, overly scientific or medicinal. It's just, this is what it is. It's, it's, from the earth and it's a simple natural remedy. Yeah. And, and I, I do want to talk to you about, you know, the difference right between CBD and THC, because, you know, I think we're, we are fortunate that we're in California and Colorado, but this isn't as widespread, I think everywhere else. And even here, you know, I went to, um, lunch with, um, an acquaintance and, um, now they sell like CBD waters and like all the stores. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get a CBD sparkling water. And she kind of like made, she was like very weirded out by it. And she, <laughs> it was such an interesting experience. She almost was like, oh, well, maybe you should save it for later so you don't drive. And I was so, it just, it really blew my mind that there's still, even here is so much confusion about the effects. So maybe you could talk about that. Like you can't get high from your hemp products. <laughs> you can't, you can't. Um, so you know, they're in the cannabis sativa plant, and that is both cannabis and hemp. It's the same plant, just varying levels of THC. Um, there are two major cannabinoids. Those are THC and CBD. Those are the two best known, and they're found in the most uh, concentrations in the plant. And, um, you know, with hemp and uh, hemp that is regulated under the, the 2018 Farm Bill, any hemp product or CBD product has to be made with hemp that with THC that falls below 0.3% THC. So that's well below any sort of psychotropic level. And it's, uh, you know, THC is the one that gets you high. 
CBD is the one that gets you well is kind of like the, the, the term for it. Um, but just, just to get a little bit more color and stop me if I get too nerdy on this, but just how it interacts in our bodies. Um, you know, we all have what's called uh, our endocannabinoid system. And it's actually the largest system of extracellular receptors in the human body, which is crazy because it wasn't even discovered until the mid-90s when these Israeli researchers wow. were studying the effects of THC on the body. And um, what they found is that we all have uh, CB1 receptors, which are cannabinoid receptors in the central nervous system in the brain, uh, and then CB2 receptors, which are found in major and minor organs. And, um, and then to take it further, they discovered that we all have naturally occurring cannabinoids in our bodies. And these are called endocannabinoids. So cannabinoids created by the human body. And those are things like anandamide, um, you know, which basically tell our immune system how to respond to problematic cells. So it's foundational. And endocannabinoids are, are plentiful in breast milk. So it's like super foundational to our health and well-being. And why plant-based cannabinoids are so valuable is because like anything with age, with poor nutrition, with, you know, all the toxins in our, in our environment, you know, endocannabinoids become diminished. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden when we're diminished and void of, of these essential cannabinoids, our endocannabinoid system becomes out of balance. And the endocannabinoid system is responsible for basically regulating homeostasis, almost every biological system in our bodies. So when you supplement with phytocannabinoids, which are plant-based cannabinoids, you're basically nurturing and nourishing those same, uh, those same receptors with supplemental nature-based uh, cannabinoids. So that's just like the quick and dirty of like the science and how this is working. Um, you know, in CBD, um, again, another reason why isolates are not good is because CBD, unlike all the other cannabinoids, actually doesn't bind with our cannabinoid receptors. It basically kind of like changes the shape. It like opens the door for these receptors. And then it's all those other cannabinoids that go in and bind. So it's, it is THC. And then it is, um, you know, all the other miners that are showing a lot of promise for a number of different, uh, different symptoms and, and conditions. Um, so that's, again, why it's really important to look at full spectrum and not just get a CBD isolate because, you know, that CBD water with uh, CBD isolate isn't necessarily doing much. You know, it's not hurting. It's not bad per se. It's just not giving you the full effect of what this plant is intended for. Yeah, and and I think you mentioned so that would be because um, your your the color of yours is like a very potent. I think it's like a yellow, right? Like a yellow color, like dropper. I mean, yellow. It's like a in the yellow family. Um, but you're saying that clear is always an isolate, then. Or, or, or has some sort of filler. Cause when you said that, I was like, wow, I've spent a lot of money on, you know, at like the, the trendiest LA health food locations and it's, it's clear. And so I'm like, oh man, <laughs> what have I been taking? But is that, so that's an isolate then? Yeah, that's isolate or distillate. Um, 
you know, both are heavily processed with a lot of solvents and chemicals and processes. Um, so again, it's something that we, we try to do as little to the mm-hmm. plant as possible. We basically just want to gently cradle out all the good things, the cannabinoids, the terpenes, the trichomes, the flavonoids, and then, you know, pull out the organic ethanol that we use. And then you're left with this like really dense, beautiful, aromatic uh, extract, which is like, it's like heavy, sticky black tar, Mm. which is then what we mix with our organic MCT oil. So it's literally two ingredients in those products and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a celebration of what nature created. It's like a beautiful thing where, yeah, it's all the clear stuff, all like the, the things that don't have any flavor that mm. are the overprocessed. That's interesting. Erica definitely is the more frequent CBD user of the two of us, but she, even when she was, I was with her when she was trying yours and we both were like, wow, that smells so, like, it was just, it smells so strong, and it, it it was, like, very pure, and we're looking at the ingredients, we're like, huh, this is, I even notice, and I'm not as much of a regular user, um, how different it is, and noticed also that your retail price point is more affordable than some of those other ones that we're now learning are full of filler as well (laughs) yeah well you know we're not um we're also not going through some sort of white label thing where we we have to price this up we're sourcing directly from this single farm um and we're paying the farmer a lot better than the market pays farmers Mm -hmm. because that's again part of our our mission is to to kind of have this quadruple bottom line where it's not just the health of our business but it's the health of the people we work with, our customers, and the planet, and it's uh, it's something that I think is is hopefully will become a beacon for other businesses to yeah. to, to follow the same the same path. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about the products that Ned currently offers? Mm-hmm. Sure. So we currently have our full spectrum hemp collection, which is our original collection of, of products, which include. Uh, three concentrations of the full spectrum hemp oil, which you ingest and take on your tongue. Um, we have a hemp infused body butter, which is this super nutrient rich concoction of uh, shea butter and other botanicals. And, um, and that's a really good like outside in treatment. We have these amazing lip balms that were uh, crafted with literally ingredients. We we're hand harvesting out in the foothills of, of Boulder. Um, and then we just launched a new collection called our natural cycle collection. And this was, uh, really a product of listening to our customers. Now, you know, after we launched for the next six months, probably the single most common question we got from customers was, does CBD help with period cramps? Does it help with mood swings? Does it help with hormonal balance? And um, after we got this question enough, we, we started looking into it and understanding that, yes, CBD is, you know, it has these anti-inflammatory properties, but there are also all these other incredible botanicals that can help with these, these symptoms and have for generations. We also realized that as two male founders, 
we had our limitations in what we could truly understand about period periods and period symptoms. Um, so we we also really understood that it was important to to assemble a team of humans who menstruate and uh, and who could really drive the the development of this product line and it was very curious right around the same time we were introduced female farmers named sherry and lynn and uh they're amazing they're like both in their 60s and left their corporate jobs four years ago to start growing hemp on a small like one acre plot and they're just awesome and uh and uh yeah so from there uh we work with our botanist annie who is just like has this generational wisdom she studied with these incredible teachers for her entire plant medicine and then the art from the packaging was done by this female street artist who has these amazing murals all over the country and a couple here in denver and has this like beautiful organic simple folky style mm-hmm. all the way to uh you know Brittany, who's who's also my girlfriend with the curator of, of this entire collection and Rhett's sister cat did all the scents she's like an essential oil aromatherapy expert and so literally from seed to bottle this line is crafted by this extraordinary team of women mm. and this product is really just by these women for humans to menstruate. And um, so, so that line um, is two ingestible oils. We have a, a hormone balance blend that you take all month long. Mm-hmm. And that's really meant to, to bring your endocrine system back into sync. Mm-hmm. And the idea being when your endocrine system is balanced, you should not have severe period symptoms. Yeah. Um, then we have a period ease oil. So when you do have symptoms, there's something that addresses uh, those symptoms from the inside out and that has amazing botanicals plus cacao which is really rich in magnesium who doesn't love that <laughs> right uh, then we have a period soothe salve which is uh, for the lower abdomen and lower back when you're having this, this that discomfort and then we have a hormone energized roll-on which is this really powerful blend of essential oils uh, that's really meant to just lift you out of lethargy uh, that might come from your cycle and um, and really take your power back and so these all kind of work together and um, and that's just been so beautiful to see come to life um, because it was really this response to what our customers are asking um, and then just seeing all the intention that was put into each step of the process by these incredible women was just like I mean, it's like beyond my wildest dreams, how this, this all transpired. That's so beautiful. I also love and notice that your products, you know, are like infused with love or infused with love and gratitude. I just think that's such a nice little touch that you guys um, throw on there as well. Um, <laughs> it's fun. Um, so as we wrap up, we always ask um, two uh, closing questions. And the first is, you know, you've had this 
truly incredible journey, you know, and it's really, I think, inspiring how you took something that was really plaguing you and turned it into this incredible wellness company with your partner to really help others going through the same thing. Um, But I'm sure now you're increasingly busy. Um, So what are some ways that you take care of yourself or any self-care practices that are really crucial um, in your daily life? You know, it's so funny you ask just because, you know, over the last few months, you know, there was a point where I wasn't taking care of myself and it, all, the, all of a sudden the anxiety was there again. And um, so I've been on this like course correction thing over the last several weeks. And um, so I think it starts with movement and just making sure that there's blood flowing through my body and I'm, I'm getting that exercise in the morning. Um, just creating space for myself, uh, you know, literally intentionally setting out certain hours of the day where I'm just not answering the phone. I'm not talking to anybody. It's just, just for me. And I'm slowly realizing I'm actually an introvert where I always thought I was an extrovert and it's really important to have that time. And then, um, and then the biggest thing is just to, to continue to be aware of it and like celebrate like, you know, the things that you are doing real well and become all of a sudden this like shift from like the, the preventative mindset where it's like, oh my God, I have all this stuff I need to do, like uh, to like this promotional mindset, which is like, I get to do these things. Like how awesome is that? Um, and it, it's almost like a, 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 a day practice a moment moment practice of a gratitude journal it's like this like thing of like how cool is this and and i had this moment uh, before getting on the podcast too where i was like okay i got a lot to do today i'm like kind of getting stressed but then i was like but how on a podcast and share a story and connect with two two incredible people so um so yeah those are the Little thank things. you thank you and that's a good reminder I'm listening to you I'm like oh I needed to hear that because you know we can deeply relate I can deeply relate and that idea of sometimes we need to course correct and the busyness is sometimes a good thing and to and to like have the gratitude for actually getting to do the things that you love to do um so Thank you for sharing that because I just needed to hear that, um, which is the beauty of doing a podcast. You get to talk to a lot of, you know, ins- inspiring people. Uh, okay. So our last question is, do you have a book that has been particularly meaningful to you over the course of your journey? It can be truly on anything, um, whether it's on CBD or your business growing or just something that's like a novel that's been personally um that you've been personally connected to that you would like to share with our audience um so i'm reading one right now uh, by david brooks called the second mountain Mm. um and that one is so cool just because it's like literally a, a a reflection of my journey where it's like this idea that we all climb this first mountain and it's like with, with all those things that we think we're supposed to be after. And, you know, I got kicked off that first mountain and tumbled all the way down. And the second mountain is this like search for meaning and this search for a greater purpose. And, and I think it all is, is, is driven by love, right? It's like, what, why, why is anybody doing anything? It's like, you know, why, 
do we all work so hard and why do we do these things? And I think at the end of the day, I think it's because we all have this in, innate sense of seeking love in our lives and to be able to like celebrate that love. And um, yeah, so that's, I think that's the most relevant right now. But if I have a couple others, mm-hmm. could I? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, so one is um, Dan Harris's book, which is called uh, 10% Happier. Mm-hmm. So that was what kicked off my kind of journey into spirituality. And it was just like, because it was so approachable and it wasn't setting the expectation of like, you know, that kind of totally thing. Like you can all of a sudden be, you know, go from like anxious to enlightened and it's yeah. all you have to do is buy this book and <laughs> take my meditation course. It was literally yeah. this thing of like, okay, meditation is a practice that everybody can do. It's all, it's accessible to everybody. It's not going to be this binary fix of like, I'm broken now and better. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be 10% happier. And I think that really resonated with me just because it was, never this expectation that like, or maybe I should say that was the first time I actually like realized that the expectation should not be like, I need to fix myself. Yes. It's like, yes. just yeah. what can you do to get those little wins? Mm-hmm. And then the other one is funny. It's just, it's called Norwegian wood. Mm-hmm. And that I mentioned chopping wood earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it is just this silly book about just like the history of wood as it pertains <laughs> to humanity and just like how essential it's been to uh, to human existence. And it was this weird transitional point where I literally stripped all like material mm. aspects from my life. And I was just like so fascinated by something as simple as wood. Um, so it's it's like... I don't know that any of your followers are really going to read it, but it's, uh, it's awesome. You know, what's funny is I keep hearing that song on the radio recently. Norwegian Wood. It's a Beatles song. Really? I don't know if that's like the title of it, but it's like, I'm not going to sing it, but yeah, I keep hearing it over and over. Ali should sing it because she is a professional singer by trade and we could all use some beautiful song on this podcast. Um, (laughs) Um, thank you so much for sharing that. And so if anyone wants to find you, um, find Ned, where can they shop and find you? Uh, so Ned is at helloned.com and, uh, our Instagram is meet Ned, M E E T N E D. And, uh, um, and then for me personally, if anybody wants to just shoot the shit, just shoot, send me an email. It's AZ at helloned.com. Um, I've had a lot of great conversations about burnout and business and all the things so um, always happy to chat oh that's awesome well thank you so much for joining us and yeah thanks for being here (laughs) yeah thank you both thanks for tuning in to another episode of courageous wellness tune in every wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week subscribe rate and write us a nice review and you can also follow us on instagram at courageous wellness or get in touch through our website www.courageouswellnesspodcast.com until next week i'm Allie, and i'm erica and we're courageous wellness